0: Hey there, and welcome to episode 27 of Coming Home to Yourself. My name is Amy Briggs. I'm your host, and I'm a transformational coach and integrative change worker. If you're curious about the intersection of neuroscience, neuroplasticity, hypnosis, and working with the unconscious mind, Feel free to check out my website, amybriggscoach.com, which I will link to in the show notes. So I had this idea yesterday, and it was so powerful that I wanted to share it as an episode today. This may come across as a bit more spiritual than my other episodes. I don't know. Maybe it's a bit of a warning if you're like really averse to spiritual things. But while it has an element of spirituality, I think it also has a huge streak of practicality in this. And it's really coming more, um, more from a practical place than a spiritual place. So, okay, I have like uh, set you up for this. Just wanted to let you know um, that this idea would be a little bit more on the spiritual side. So let me give you a backstory first, which I will keep brief and I will also keep vague. I have someone in my life now who I'm very close to, who has been going through a pretty difficult time in life, a difficult challenge. And we've been close and closely communicating this whole time. Um, this whole like challenging time for this person. And to be honest, it's been pretty difficult. Um, I think when you're close to someone that you care about and you see them suffering and you see them experiencing hardship or difficulty, there's a real feeling of wanting to step in and help, of wanting, even just like a good outcome for the other person, wanting them to have some relief. So that's kind of the backstory there. I think that the, the thing that this person's going through and the way that I feel about it, which is also, you know, it's very connected to me because it affects me as well. It gets messy. The emotion of it gets messy. And in a sense, it kind of becomes difficult to love each other, (laughs) to love this other person in this situation. So that's the backstory. And I was thinking about this yesterday um, and this idea just kind of came to me. I'm not claiming ownership of it by any means. Other people have probably written and communicated about this. But this idea that I had, which kind of came as I was journaling is that there are two kinds of love. There's human love and there's eternal love. So let's start with human love. When you're in a relationship with a person that you're close to, you express your human love for them in all kinds of ways, through language and words, through actions, Even your thoughts and how you think about that person, what you want for them, how you're, you know, quite frankly, judging them or seeing them in your mind's eye. All of this stuff can be complex and super messy because as individuals, we have our own beliefs about stuff. We have our own values. We have what we prefer. You know, we have like how we think it should go for the other person or what we'd like to see them experience. And. The. Human, this human stuff gets in the way of how we relate to the person. Um, Through things like pressure, disappointment, hurt feelings, miscommunications, all that stuff. Right. So. The too long didn't read on this is human love is just kind of messy. If you are someone who has gone to counseling, whether individually or with a partner or with a loved one, you might learn really good communication. You learn how to listen. You learn how to express yourself in a way that is honest, but also non um, non-triggering maybe for the other person if you are a person with really high emotional intelligence your relationships are probably pretty good because this good communication it's a skill that can be learned and practiced Um, and it really can if you have a willing participant on the other side meeting you good communication can really solve a lot of these issues So anyway, there's human love. There's good communication. That's all part of like, you know, being a human in relationships. Now let's talk about eternal love, which if you prefer the term pure love, that could be used as well. I know the word eternal sounds kind of spiritual, like I imagine an angel sitting on a cloud playing a harp when I contemplate the word eternal. But. Eternal for me also um, kind of connotates like rising above somehow, getting a more expanded view. And that's really what I meant using the word eternal here. So there's eternal love or pure love. And I see eternal love. Bear with me here. This is the part that sounds kind of spiritual. It's like on another plane of reality altogether or in another dimension, if you can contemplate that. Um, While I am a very spiritual person, I've done a lot of meditating, reading spiritual books, going to retreats. This idea of eternal love, it actually comes more from my interest and my study of near death experiences which are sometimes abbreviated NDEs, near-death experiences. So if you aren't super familiar with that term, a near-death experience, I would define it as um, when someone comes either very close to physically dying, or they could have al- also been declared medically dead, um, but then they come back. That happens sometimes. They come back into their body, they're they're living again. Um, when someone goes through an experience like this they often come back describing an alternate reality where they learned something where they um, communicated with someone or some group of you know beings or entities and they they learned something about their their life usually ndes um, when people come back and they tell their story, there is a greater meaning to it. There's a greater learning. I um, have been interested in these for a long time. It started with reading a book. It's a classic now by Raymond Moody called Life After Life. Raymond Moody was a psychiatrist that studied NDEs in a lot of detail. There's also a very cool database um, that's put up by the NDE Research Foundation where people will go and they'll submit um, their near-death experience stories. And there's also a YouTube channel that I've listened to a bit called The Other Side NDE. Similarly, it's short videos with people explaining their experiences um, in that near-death state. So near-death experiences really, (coughs) excuse me, they vary, but there can be some common threads through them. In fact, there are a lot of common threads. One of the common threads that I've noticed is that people often gain an understanding of why they're here. And a lot of times that involves um, communication and understanding their connection on a soul level with people around them. These people around them could be like family members, partners, good friends, uh, et cetera, people who are close to you in your life. A lot of times in these near death experiences, people, uh, they had communicated with loved ones who'd already passed on, or they've communicated with people on this human plane who haven't passed on, but, but that were present in some form in this other dimension. And often what people come back um, reporting or sharing is that the people close to them in their human life on a greater level, you could call it a soul level, there is a mission or an objective or some kind of learning or work that they're doing, that they're all doing together on the human plane. And that's part of why they're here. So let's kind of bring this maybe to your experience. So, imagine someone in your life that you're close to. Uh but you might you might be struggling with right now. It, this could be like somebody who's just kind of being hard to love or they're finding it hard to love you so they're, you know, kind of giving you some some shit. So imagine that you are literally like sitting with them. But it's in another dimension or realm, whatever that looks like to you. Like you could imagine yourself sitting with them on a park bench in a beautiful, you know, beautiful park or sitting with them on a cloud or like floating through the cosmos with them. But, you know, the the idea is that you're 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 at a more expansive level. So imagine you're you're with this person and that you have this agreement that in the human dimension or realm that you're you're learning together, you're growing together and you're literally going through some situation on this human plane, on the three-dimensional plane that's difficult. Because as you go through this difficulty, you learn stuff for your human life for your evolution, and for your growth. Imagine that you are having a conversation with this person at this more expansive level. And imagine that you're really like teamed up and in sync. Maybe you're even like laughing about the difficulties that your your human counterparts are going through. And imagine on this more expanded level, that your love encompasses it all. And that's what I mean by eternal love or pure love. Eternal love isn't affected by subjective and messy human emotions. They're included in that, but it's not like they're just part of the the game. So I, I like to imagine it's, literally like playing a game it's fun it's funny and in this game um as you're in this expanded version of yourself playing this game like a board game your game piece that's moving around the board is your human self you're moving that piece around from this larger viewpoint and you're not caught up in all of the drama You're connected with this other soul, this other person. And as you sit and play this game, no matter what is happening on the level of the game board, which are your human selves, like you're since you're not tangled up in that emotion, you can have fun with it. You can be united with this other soul and what you're trying to accomplish. So honestly, consider for a moment, like, how does this, how does this strike you? What does it feel like to imagine you could expand out and consider your love, your relationship to this person from an eternal level? How does it feel? Do you feel different about what's going on at the human level? Do you feel more able to take care of yourself and, and also to give yourself what you need in your very human situation? Another interesting question, does it make it easier To let the other person off the hook a little bit as you consider that there is a larger expanded version of both of you. My purpose in sharing this idea of human love and eternal love, it's not to suggest that anything on the human level of love and relating needs to change. To be honest, in my situation, um, this insight has made it easier for me to see that each of us expressing what we need going forward, me and this loved one in my life. Being able to express what we need individually may result in some changes in our closeness and our relationship. But what brings me a lot of relief in a very difficult situation is this feeling that we are connected at another level, no matter what. It's the feeling that there's a larger purpose in the current struggle, even though kind of on the human level, we might not understand all the details and may never. And I can say with such conviction that this idea, weird as it might sound, it makes me feel grounded and peaceful. It makes me, to be honest, more able to express my love for this person and also to allow myself what I need going forward. And that brings me more understanding and love for myself. And I'll take that. Human love and eternal love. Let me know what that means for you. Let me know if there's an experience in your life that that you can relate this idea with. Drop me an email, amy at amybriggscoach.com, and I'm including that in the comments. As always, I thank you for listening. Until next time.